When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck starts right now, everybody. I'm here in New York City. So I'll be giving you my uh, my sense of how things are going here, given that there's been, uh, it's been quite a week, Clay, in oh, New yeah. York. A lot of stuff going on here in the Big Apple. Um, obviously, the arrival of uh, Donald Trump a couple days ago was memorable for a lot of people here, especially those who went down. I had some friends who were down at that protest. Um, so, and, and, and it came off fine. There was no problem with the protest. Everybody was peaceful and everybody was law-abiding and, you know, good, fine, Second Amendment. I mean, sorry, God, First Amendment, First Amendment. I can't believe I just did that. First Amendment, alive and well. Um, so, uh, so that was good. So anyway, um, I want to talk about Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis here, who is in. First of all, Massey came out, right, Clay? This was this was an interesting moment. So tell everybody what's going on with Congressman Massey. Yeah. So I, I, I first of all think Congressman Massey, Kentucky, one of the most interesting um, and 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 consistent thinkers in Congress, seems to me to be a very very smart, consistent guy. Uh, with a lot of intellectual heft behind him, even if you disagree with him, I think you have to pers- respect his perspectives. Uh, so this, to me, is is a big deal. DeSantis has not yet officially announced in Florida. We have been talking about Donald Trump sucking up all of the oxygen, and deservedly so, for the chaotic, indefensible charges that have been brought against him in New York City. But I think the DeSantis camp was smart here, uh, Thomas Massey, a uh, very well-liked Republican from Kentucky on the right, uh, particularly in this country, announced that he's endorsing um, uh, Ron DeSantis. Now, to be fair, same day, Byron Donald's also really good, well-liked guy down in, uh, I believe, the Naples area of Florida, where we're going to be 
by the way, in a couple of weeks doing an event as we promised we would in the wake of Hurricane Ivan slamming into the southwest Florida coast. Byron Donalds endorsed uh, Donald Trump today. So this sort of shadow boxing, while all of the attention has gone to Bragg versus Trump and the and the indictment and everything else, the big story of Trump versus DeSantis is still in play. And I thought this was a smart decision by the DeSantis camp. DeSantis is up in Michigan effectively campaigning in what he hopes will be a swing state in 2024 and will maybe play some of those cuts. But to me, getting Massey to come out and endorse DeSantis is just letting people know, hey, we're still rolling along with our plans. We're going to announce because they wouldn't have these endorsements coming out if his presidential campaign was not still a full go. There is also a, I mentioned it on the air, I think a couple of weeks ago, resign to run law in Florida that I think is going to be uh, amended during this legislative session. And that's important. That that directly goes to why he hasn't announced, and you were right on that. So so that's that's something to keep in mind here. Um, And the legislative session is racking up all kinds of of victories in in Florida, including uh, constitutional carry, which I believe starts in July. And I I'm going to pay close attention to it because I'll be a. I actually I'm, I'm going to be uh, enrolling. It's funny I just enrolled with my my brother or about to enroll I should say in a concealed carry weapons class just because I like to be as as up on everything as is possible. I mean I think you can never get trained enough. You can never know the law well enough. If you're going to carry a firearm, you want to be a hundred out of a hundred on the test. You don't want to be ninety seven out of a hundred yep. on the test. You know what I mean? Um, but you can constitution. That's just my personal preference. You can constitutional carry uh, coming up soon. And um, also, I think in the wake of what happened in Wisconsin, that that was in the wake of the wake up call, effectively. I mean, I think people realize, OK, guys, that is it doesn't seem important till you play it out politically. And I shouldn't say it doesn't seem important. Everyone in Wisconsin knows it's important. But, you know, state judge generally is not something if you live in New York or Texas, you don't care who a judge in you know Wisconsin or Minnesota is going to be usually right. It's not your problem. Well, it matters in this context because it also meant delivering the Wisconsin State Supreme Court to the libs, and now they're just going to do everything they can on the um, election front to tilt it toward the Democrats. Right next door in Michigan, what is it? The Is it the Badgers versus the Wolverines? Is that right? Uh, that is correct. Thank you. My beloved uh, you're, you're trying to make up. You're trying to make up for your uh, your confusion between the Astros and the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't, you get confused. Clay, we, we don't, don't even go we back don't, to that. Yeah, we don't tell anybody about that. That's not. <laughs> Everyone in Houston was like, "Good heavens, um, bless your heart, Buck. Bless your heart." So, uh, yeah, no, the the uh, Ron DeSantis visit here in in Michigan, I think, is interesting because he's speaking specifically about what we have to do to win in places like Michigan and Wisconsin. Play it. Do what Florida did. Get rid of ballot harvesting. Get rid of Zuckerbucks. But if that's not the law in your state, you need to use those rules for Republicans' advantage. You can't have Republicans fighting with one hand behind their backs. And so I think you should have ballot harvesting where it's legal and then fight to have the legislatures in those states get rid of it because that's not the way you should conduct an election. But if you let Democrats do all this and all we do is complain about it, you're giving the Democrats an advantage, and I'm sick of that. It's true in every state where there are... I mean, what we really have to do, and I I know this is kind of hard maybe to to hear a little bit. It doesn't feel good to say. What have Democrats done successfully in some of these places? 
What does the we, we, we complain about the Democrat machine in a city like Chicago, for example. Now, obviously, we're not going to copy the illegal parts of what they do. But what are they doing legally? Because there are things they're doing legally that we should be doing in a number of states. And I mean, Michigan and Wisconsin, if you don't win Michigan and Wisconsin, it's pretty much game over. I mean, at that point, you'd have to have some crazy flips to win 2024. Look, and, and, and I think this is important. You and I, in the wake of the midterms, came on, and we were some of the first people I know in media who just said, hey, let's be honest. They have a better game plan than us. Before you can win, you have to at least copy what the other side is doing really well, right? Everybody kind of runs the same plays, and people got mad, and they said, we we got a little lambasted for it. You know, I had a couple couple of folks a little sore at us over this one. We just, we're trying to spread the love. We want to win. But now Trump and DeSantis have both endorsed this. And I can share this story because I, I said it the other day at a, at a, at a fundraising event. I was out in Arizona two days, I believe, after the election in the midterms. And I was speaking in the, in the Scottsdale area. And I talked with, it may have been the day after, Senator Bill Haggerty of Tennessee. And he said, I'm looking at all the data. Haggerty is really a smart guy. He said, I'm looking at all the data, and we are putting together an elite analytics team to figure out how they won in these toss-up states because we cannot allow this same advantage that they have to persist into 2024. And I'm glad, regardless of whether you're a big DeSantis guy, a big Trump guy, Nikki Haley, whoever you're supporting, every single Republican who is running for the nomination in 2023 into 2024 needs to 1 billion percent get behind exploiting whatever the existing law is. You can argue after 2024 what the law should be, but play by the rules that exist in every state. And if Democrats are ballot harvesting, then take advantage of it. And Buck, what I have heard from a lot of Republicans out there, including Senator Haggerty, is what is so effective about what Democrats are doing is it allows them to know whose votes they've gotten in. So they can move down the flow chart and go after these low probability voters and just lambast them. They figure out what the issue is they care about the most, if it's abortion, if it's whatever it is, and then they just deluge them with demands that they also get their vote in. So it allows them to more efficiently target their audience because they know whose ballots are in, they know that they've already got those banked, and then they're sitting on a 750 or 800,000 vote lead that we try to make up on election I, day. I always thought it was funny that at some exams, you remember back in uh, back in college, some professors um, allowed open book open book exams. Right? Oh yeah. And and you always even if you were really squared away on the subject matter, you know, you, you found yourself being like well, everyone else is going to bring in their book, so I guess I got to bring in my book. And because yeah. you just realize at some point it, it turns into an arms race, and you don't want to be the one with you know the least artillery. And this is true. This is true on the election side of things. They're able to do micro targeting effectively because they have they're extending out their time to get it done. They're extending out the uh, the the game plan for themselves, which allows for improvisation that's a nice way of saying it but it allows for uh fixes as you go instead of a concentrated time in one day now i know there's some states where this isn't the case and we're not talking about those states and we don't want this to be the case in those places but you know i don't know how many elections we're going to be able to go through where we say they cheated and we don't you know 
at the end of the day, even if they cheated, if they win, guess what? If you don't prove that they've cheated in a court of law that will overturn the case, they get to call the shots for the next you know, four years, six years, whatever we're talking about. Play by the rules that exist in every state. And if they're going up to the margin of the rules, you have to do the same. And if you're not doing that, you're at such a competitive disadvantage. Look, this is a big part. And I, I, I always want to come back to Fetterman and what happened in Pennsylvania, because Pennsylvania may well decide 2024 uh, the election all over again. You know, they had half of the entire Democrat vote in Buck before Fetterman even took the stage for that disastrous debate. Yep. Over half of all Democrat voters who were going to support John Fetterman had already voted before he even went to the stage. So we're still playing old school, like, well, let's see how much this swing, this debate swings the election. Well, a huge percentage of voters are just acting out of party loyalty before they even see people go head-to-head and debate the issues. Because anybody who watched that debate, that's the single worst performance in a statewide debate that has ever existed in any of our lives, and Fetterman won by almost five points. It, it felt like an act of cruelty for anyone to push him out on that stage and to go through that, including his you know wife and the people pushing him to run. Yes. It felt all, honestly uncomfortable and, and borderline wrong just to watch it. And that guy's now a sitting you at, well, he just came out of six weeks in the hospital or whatever is uh, for depression but he immediately test he couldn't even make it a month without having to check himself into a hospital but but i think one of the reasons that uh florida and and desantis going up to michigan and making this case is so interesting is that in a quick in a quick span of time florida went from you know the the it's the hanging chad state right it's the it's the bush gore 2000 state and in and, and a very short period of time, and that continued, right? It was always, oh, is Florida going to go red? It's 59-41 or 51-49. Um, now DeSantis, is, uh, DeSantis has turned Florida to solid red state, red state. You can do this in other places, too. Here he is saying that the Democratic Party right now in Florida, folks, is toast. Play six. Florida really, I think, played an important role in the history of our country over the last three or four years. But the voters in Florida responded, and what used to be a swing state, you know, now the Democratic Party in Florida is a hollow shell. It's like a dead carcass on the side of the road. I mean, we have beat the left in the state of Florida. So, th- But this is the, the critical point. With the right plan and the right leadership, we don't have to play this game of, oh, is Arizona going to go red? We should be able to make it clear that some of these states, if you have the right ground game and the right candidate, can go red by a handful of points. And then after that, with good governance, they can become solidly Republican strongholds. Because I feel like the Democrats, they manage to get these pickups and they manage to get these flips sometimes. You say to yourself... Why don't Republicans get a little more aggressive? Where it feels like we're always playing defense. Open the playing field. That's my argument for Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. If you could put Virginia in play, it changes the entire calculus of the of the Electoral College. Uh, if your cell phone service is with Verizon, T-Mobile, or AT&T, you're spending too much for the exact same service you can get from Pure Talk. Pure Talk's a company providing great nationwide 5G service without all the fancy retail stores or stadium sponsorships. Instead... 
They pass along the savings to you and support a U.S.-based customer service team that's terrific at what they do. Talk, text, plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's their plan. Compare that to what you're paying this month. Pure Talk CEO, U.S. veteran and Pure Talk cares about supporting veterans and our military. When you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's warrior partnership to prevent veteran suicides. And when you make the switch to Pure Talk, there's no contract to sign and you can keep your phone and your same phone number. In fact, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and say 50% off your first month. That's dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and start saving today. Helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Right now, things are heating up off the coast of Taiwan. You have Kevin McCarthy meeting in the last 24 hours with Taiwanese President Tsai, uh, Tsai Ing-wen, um, and we've got Gordon Chang with us right now. Gordon is the author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War. Follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thanks so much. Thank you, Buck. What's going on, Gordon? We're hearing about ships off the coast of Taiwan, some bellicose rhetoric from the Chinese Communist Party, a U.S. member, well, the Speaker of the House, uh, visiting Taiwan. What's happening? Yeah, um, at this moment, the most important thing that's happening is that uh, provincial authorities in Fujian announced a three-day exercise in the Taiwan Strait and in other waters around Taiwan, and they said that they reserve for themselves the right to board ships to ensure navigational safety. That, of course, is um, trying to close off international waters. And if the United States has had any consistent foreign policy over the course of three centuries, it has been the defense of freedom of navigation, which means that China is directly challenging the United States. And the issue is whether we will protect that freedom of navigation or whether we will submit to China. So where are we headed here, Gordon? And thanks for coming on. You're fantastic every time uh, we have you on to discuss uh, China and Taiwan and the looming geopolitical crisis there. Would you say that the risks are elevated now compared to six months ago? Would you say that we're kind of in a stationary, high-risk environment? How would you assess where we are today versus where we've been, let's say, uh, during the tenure of the Biden administration? I think we're getting closer to war, and I think war will occur between the United States and China unless something changes. And so far, um, I don't see anything changing. The problem is that uh, the Chinese and the Russian leaders look at Biden and think that they can uh, basically do whatever they want. And that was evident on the 22nd of last month when Xi Jinping was leaving uh, Moscow after his 40th in-person chat with Putin. And the Chinese leader said, uh, quote, changes coming that has not occurred over the last hundred years. And to Putin, he said, and we are driving this change together. That means the Chinese leader believes that he can do what he wants, that he's the boss of the world, and that the United States is not a factor. And, and Clay, I'm not saying that Xi Jinping is right, but what I'm saying is it doesn't matter whether he's right or wrong. What's important is what he actually is thinking, because that will drive his behavior. And we have seen some pretty aggressive behavior. And um, this announcement of interdicting ships around Taiwan is just the most recent of these belligerent uh, pronouncements. If you think the United States and China are going to have a conflict, Gordon, do you think it and it's based in some way on the weakness of Joe Biden? Does that then suggest to you that that conflict could occur between now and election 2024? Or do you think it's something that happens after that? It could be at any time. And the problem is 
Um, it's just the perception of Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin about Biden. Um, you know, the United States, the European Union and Great Britain were a coalition against Russia. And we were so much stronger than Russia. And yet Russia decided to invade um, last February because they felt, you know, they, Putin felt he could do what he wanted to and that the U.S. and its uh, allies and partners would would not respond. And so what we've got is a situation where bad actors um, are on the march and Biden is not confronting them. And uh, right now at this moment, um, it could be at any time. Now, I think that the United States and our allies and friends by the metrics are so much more capable and powerful than China and Russia and their proxies. But right now, we've got a strong coalition with weak leadership, and the weak states, China and Russia and proxies, have strong leadership. And that's what makes this moment particularly consequential. Speaking to Gordon Chang, author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War, uh, Gordon, in, in some ways, the Biden administration seems to have at least allowed some degree of continuity with the Trump administration policies on China with regard to trade. Um, I'm just wondering, where where have there been serious uh, deviations from the previous policy, either in, in tone or in substance? Well, a couple things. I mean, it, from Biden to Trump has not been 100 percent awful. Uh, and so, for instance, last August, we had Biden's executive order on semiconductors, which was a major advance, and it's going to cripple uh, China's uh, drive for technology. But unfortunately, we've had too many things on the other side of the ledger. So, for instance, Trump banned TikTok and WeChat, and Biden actually reversed that ban. Uh, Trump banned the importation of electrical equipment from China for the grid, um, and Biden, on his first day in office, even before the inaugural balls, reversed that ban, allowing us to be open for Chinese sabotage. You go through all the things um, where you're talking whether about Iran, Saudi Arabia, or you're talking Morocco, Algeria, or many other places where Biden foreign policy actually is helping China. And China's goal, of course, is to remove American influence. So China has been making great advances because we've been helping them attack us. This is just incomprehensible but it's happening gordon we obviously had the disaster that was the chinese spy balloon that went across the country uh and started in alaska and finished off the coast of carolina before we shot it down i believe it was nbc news that reported that china gleaned a substantial amount of intelligence data from that spy balloon which was the opposite of what we were told that the biden administration claimed they weren't getting anything more importantly, however, do you think that contributed to the idea that Biden is weak and further basically encouraged and enabled the Chinese leadership to believe that Biden and this this administration could be taken advantage of? Absolutely. Um, even the idea that they would start to send that balloon over American territorial airspace was utter disrespect for the United States. And then they saw something which is incredible. If the reporting is true, and I think it is, Biden was not notified until the fourth day of that intrusion, which yeah. means that um, we have uh, the Pentagon not informing the commander in chief of a major incident involving China. And I think that the secretary of defense and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff should be fired. There needs to be accountability because Biden's response was weak, but the response in the Pentagon was 
Incredible. And, and the other thing about it is not only did they get the electronic uh, information that NBC News talked about, they got, the Chinese got something even more important. They, the Chinese saw the reactions of the U.S. military, and they saw the reactions of specific general officers to this intrusion. That they could not have gleaned from any other way, and they saw a Pentagon that was totally incapable. We've got a great military, but it is totally useless if it is led by people who have no idea of the enemy and have, have no idea how to use American power to protect the American homeland. This was a complete failure. This was a debacle. And I think that the Chinese thought that they probably can do anything they want in the Taiwan Strait or any place else because we are not capable of using our power. What is a firm response, Gordon? I mean, you've brought up confronting the Chinese for their aggression, obviously in the aftermath of the uh, surveillance spying balloon floating slowly across the country. I think people are more attuned to uh, aggression from Beijing than they have been in a while. What does it look like, though? I mean, it, it, what, what could the Biden administration uh, do that you would say, wow, actually they are taking it seriously now? Well, the one thing they could do is Biden can uh, get behind his desk and in front of the cameras tell China that we will defend Taiwan, that we will uh, recognize Taiwan as Taiwan if they want that, that we'll offer a mutual defense treaty, that we'll pre-position supplies on Taiwan, which we didn't do with regard to Ukraine, by the way, and that we'll base, uh, if Taiwan wants it, a small U.S. force to be a tripwire like we've got in South Korea, which has kept the peace for seven decades. These are things that can avoid war, um, and people will say, yeah, that's risky. But saying something is risky is not a meaningful objection these days because we are so close to conflict that everything we do is extremely risky. And the most dangerous thing a country can do is try to reestablish deterrence after it's been lost. And that's exactly what the United States has to do now. We know that World War II in Europe started when Britain and France tried to reestablish deterrence and failed. We are pretty much in that same situation today with regard to China. Uh, Gordon Chang, everybody, follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thanks so much. Thanks, Clay and Buck. If you or a family member have ever been subject to online identity theft, you know how disruptive this can be. Making sense of how you've been robbed online and getting your credit restored, let alone retrieving your money, can take dozens of hours. There's virtually no one to protect you on this. Sure, you can file a police report, but how far is that going to go? The best protection comes from LifeLock, the best in the business when it comes to online identity theft protection. Their systems are designed to sift through billions of online transactions every week, including new account openings, looking for evidence that your name and information is being used illegally by a cyber criminal. When they spot it, they're in touch with you pronto. You'll get a text, a call, email, perhaps all of the above, so you can confirm or deny if you've got a problem. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based Restoration specialists will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK at LifeLock.com. I've been a LifeLock member for years. I've had to use them, and they've been super helpful. You need to have LifeLock. Go to LifeLock.com, promo code BUCK for 25% off. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are talking about the crazy insanity that has taken over our country. And we actually got a ton of women who want to weigh in 
uh, about these latest advertisements, which to me, in many ways, are erasing women. One of our writers at Outkick Buck, she had a really good tweet uh, that she put out there, and I, I feel like she speaks for many different women. She's doing good work for us at Outkick, Amber Harding. Uh, yesterday, after this uh, ridiculous Nike ad started to circulate and obviously coming on the heels of the Bud Light ad that is effectively erasing women, um, she tweeted out, and I think there's a lot of women out there that would agree with this, um, uh, day 12, because the big thing that this Dylan Mulvaney character does is he's been on TikTok counting each day that he's been a woman, and he's only been a woman for like a year or whatever it is. Uh, and she tweeted, Amber Harding Snyder, sorry, she just got married, uh, day 12,482 of being a woman and not one corporate sponsorship yet. What am I doing wrong? And uh, I feel like there's a lot of women out there who feel the same way. Michelle in Alabama, uh, you're a retired Army vet. When you see this thing, people trying to sell sports bras to women by putting men in sports bras who have no boobs, I mean, what do you think? I, I think it's horrible, absolutely horrible. I have, we have four children, two boys, two girls, and the girls were somewhat tomboys, but never in my wildest dreams, nor my husband, did we ever think that they needed to be transgendered. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I feel bad for women today. I feel bad for the young girls coming up behind us, even our military women, because now they're going to be competing <clears throat> with men who want higher scores like on their PT test, they just identify as a woman. So does that does that mean that they get to, you know, run with those scores, get higher promotion points? Michelle, it's 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 not fair. And and thank you for calling in. I would just say, you know, Clay, um womanhood is uh in a in a healthy society, which I think ours was healthier before the last ten years or so. Oh, no womanhood doubt. is a revered thing and you and i as as guys you married a long time me married a short time understand that a lot of what we do as guys is in reverence of and to appeal to womanhood that, yes. that it's, it's, a, it's a special thing you know to, to be a woman in, in society is something that has to be you know nurtured protected revered respected and to just make honestly make a mockery of it in this way is is absurd. I mean, I'm sure you saw the Matt Walsh uh, exchange, right? It's gotten millions yeah. of views with a transgender EMT, and he asked the question about, and there are variations on this people have been asking for, for years now, but if somebody said that they were having a miscarriage, but you know it's a guy, are you going to check them for a miscarriage? Yeah. And the EMT says no, and, you know, credit to Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire for the exchange. Um, but, uh, you know, there still is this belief. People say, like, well, you can't even tell. You can tell, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just into the theoretical and the, well, be polite to people. They'll say, well, you can't tell that's, you can tell that it's a guy. So why do they keep lying to you? Because their arguments are terrible. Nancy in Rhode Island, your reaction? To say that um, this is nothing new in the fashion industry. Um, I'm 59 years old and I grew up, you know, getting Vogue magazine every month. And since the early 80s, starting in the early, well, probably even before that, the women that would model Calvin Klein and Mew Mew and all that were very unrealistic bodies for women. Anyways, they're real thin. They have no breasts. They have no hips. And they have graduated from that 
to just having men in the print ads wearing the dresses. So, so what, Nancy, what Nancy's men. talking about, I mean, Clay, there are Thank people who... Thank you for who, the call. There, well, there are, there are people who say that uh, the fashion industry, which is not necessarily, uh, you know, it, how do I put this? That the fashion industry was pushing for androgyny a long time ago based on who was set. Now, not across the board, but high fashion. And this has been uh, creeping into it and becoming more and more mainstream for a while. Um, but I don't really see necessarily. I'm not really sure what the connection is here. Between yeah. And look, what I would say unhealthy, is, skinny models and transgenderism. Yeah. What I would say is. There is certainly the case that beautiful women who were supermodels had not normal bodies. Right? Oh, no. I, I don't think she was referring to not normal as in in the app, you know, winning the genetics lottery. Yeah, there were right. there were times when there were there were models who were who were thin to the point where it was clear they had eating disorders, things like that. Yeah, right. But but you know, like you use Victoria's Secret for a for an example. When we were growing up. For as Victoria's Secret became a dominant brand, their brand was we want hyper, incredibly good looking women. I've made this analogy for a long time, Buck. Uh, the Giselle Bunchens of the world, let's just use her as an example, are like NBA draft picks. She won the right? genetics Body. lottery. Clearly. They won yes. the genetics lottery. There just aren't very many people like them. And now, if you go walk, like, I don't, it's not like I'm in the mall very often. If you walk by Victoria's Secret, they just have kind of a fat chick in a bra. There, there was a there and was a sometimes whole, a transgender people like now yeah. selling the clothes. There was a whole um, documentary on Netflix actually about Abercrombie and how Abercrombie was effectively destroyed by the woke, or I should say, transformed. I would argue destroyed by the woke <laughs> social justice movement um, because they said that you know it was. Um, what was it? Uh, it was too beautiful. There are too many straight people and too many white people. That was the uh, that was the attack on it, and eventually the whole brand effectively caved. I mean, I don't think anyone wears that. I think it still exists, but it's a it's a you know I a used small to work fraction back in the day. Uh, at, did you know this at Abercrombie at the uh, while I was in college? You worked at, at you worked at Abercrombie. I worked at Abercrombie. They I only, at the oh, well, excuse me, sir. Worked, Look at that. I worked one. at the Pentagon City for anybody out in the oh, DC yeah. area. The Pentagon City Mall. I would hop on the subway from GW where I was an undergrad. And I would go work at the Pentagon City Abercrombie. My, you know, um, my wife Carrie worked at Abercrombie too. Oh. And I they, think it's like the best, and, best, most fun, one of the most fun jobs I ever had. I worked at Abercrombie and American Eagle. I asked her. I said, oh, were, "Were the other employees?" She says, "Yes, everybody was very good looking. They hired you based on you know you selling the clothes essentially by being there." You, I, not that I'm very good looking, but I do remember you couldn't have facial hair. I mean, I mean, Clay, you know, I, dropping it. It's his I birthday, everybody. He's letting you know, would, you know. I would say. He used, to, used the to great Parmesan cheese on those abs back in the 70s, you know. back I, Best job I ever had, Buck, because you could approach whatever good looking girl came into the store, walk right up to him, start talking to him, and it was completely normal and not threatening. You have no idea. How amazing that! I think I made seven dollars an hour, seven dollars an hour, and I just stood in a store filled with hot girls and got to walk up and talk to them all day, and occasionally like fold some jeans or whatever. Learning to sell in any capacity is yes. a life skill. Yeah, it's a good thing for people to you know. It, it, a lot of people will get it even just working in a, in a restaurant and whatever, but but being able to interact with people and sell them on something. But in your case, yeah, having an excuse to talk to hundreds or uh, you know thousands over the course of your employment of uh, you know women your age you wanted to talk to, 
There are worse gigs in the world, for sure. It's amazing. Amazing job. Donna in northern Idaho. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, you know. We don't. I didn't hear what she say. I don't All right, Denise in California, yep. Buck. I don't know what happened to Donna there. She That, that was maybe, She said say, you know, and then left us on the cliff. That was, we I think, on the, cliff. the shortest caller uh, opinion that has ever been you shared know, on the Clay and Buck show. Donna, just want to call it. You want to be like, you guys know what's up. Click, done. Denise in California. What do you think, Denise? Howdy, guys. Um, two points I want to make about this Dylan Mulvaney thing, and it's really irritated me. Um, these corporations are supporting and promoting someone with a mental disorder or a dysphobia, dys, dysphobia of some kind or phobia. I don't know. Dysphoria but, or um, phobia, yeah? Dysphoria, thank you. Sorry. That's what I'm here for. That's why I do the radio. Um, <laughs> and they're also exploiting uh, this mentally ill person. Uh, second thing is when you watch him behave the way he behaves, which you guys talked about it yesterday, um, he's acting like a flamboyant gay male teenager. So he's not reflecting female behavior whatsoever. He's reflecting gay male, uh, flamboyant gay male uh, behavior. Why do you think women is, accept this, Denise? Like, I, uh, because I, men, listen, the argument we made on the show is that there is no male equivalent, right? There isn't a woman pretending to be a man who is wildly popular with men. Because I think men just kind of feel sorry for these people. Women seem to be lifting them up. There are lots of celebrity fake women. Why do you think that is? I think, um, I one, they're, they're all liberals. That's what I think. I don't think there's a conservative female, that normal-thinking woman, who thinks any of this is okay. So yep. when anything goes, everything goes, and there's no rules. And so... I want to be liked. I want to be popular. I want to sell my brand. I want and and listen. I have stopped doing business with Nike a long time ago. That was all, uh, over the Colin Kaepernick thing, but I stopped going to my my makeup store. I'm I'm starting to order my stuff online from other businesses. That I'm not going to support this. And I think women, we don't have to get up and you know yell and scream. We just have to quietly make our voices heard i've sent my emails they're not going to care about me not buying nike products i'm one little fish in the sea right but if we all just collectively put a stop to it and we can we outnumber these morons anyway we yeah we're, but we're, 100% to your point majority. by the way they, they assume that people like you won't do what you're doing and that's why they've done this you know the left boycotts the right does not that has been the paradigm for a long time which affects corporate behavior in major ways thank you for calling in denise we'll come back we have more calls we got more to talk about um including you know clay there's some follow-up on that um uh, that awful stabbing in san francisco i talked about yesterday you know the guy was running around i mean not you know fast obviously but was you know moving around as quickly as he could after being stabbed nobody would help him i saw that nobody would help this guy. He's bleeding out. He did bleed out. He died at the hospital and begging for help in, on the streets of San Francisco, a very wealthy liberal enclave. No one did a thing. So I want to come back in the second hour. We'll talk about that. We'll take more of your calls here as well. Inflation and prices are rising, and there's a banking crisis to worry about, too. With the current stock market volatility, how are your retirement accounts doing? Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. 
They've recommended high-value oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. They're both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY at a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. As parents, we have been tremendously blessed by both of our children, and our cup runneth over to have two great kids in spite of their parents and six grandkids that bring us joy each and every day. Happy birthday, Clay. Happy birthday, Clay. We love you. Doing a great job. According to your mom, we won't sing to you, but you've been a joy and a pleasure and a great son. We love you. Happy birthday, Mr. Clay Travis. 
that is how deep the southern accents are of my parents. For people out there who are listening right now, when first of all, my mom and dad are awesome. I'm not a big birthday guy, but I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, celebrating it uh, and uh, and sharing it. But the um, the they would call in college. This was back buck in the days when everybody didn't have cell phones. And so you just had like an answering machine, old school. I don't even know if people still have old school answering machines anywhere. And my roommates would just hit play over and over again because they were from Connecticut, San Francisco, California, and uh, outside of Baltimore, Maryland. And they had never heard people who had deep southern accents like that. So they just would love to hear my parents talk. So uh, pretty awesome. My uh, my mom and dad are fantastic. And uh, yeah, nothing wild here. Just going to go out with the... Uh, just go out with the kids and uh, and have a good time. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. I, I had a grandmother with an accent from Virginia, so she had a southern yeah. accent. And I always was fascinated when I was a kid because my dad's middle name is Speed. And she would just go, Speed! And she would turn it into like two syllables. A bunch of syllables, you know, yeah. Multiple, multiple syllables. She'd really kind of lean into it. But, uh, but yeah. Want to take some calls? Birthday, it's birthday boy segment now. I don't, you know, this is it's your world. We're just living in it. What do you, what do you want to? Are you, uh, are you a cake? Do you guys do a cake? Do you do anything? Now I'm going to dig into this. No, no, he's not. Uh, we're going, we're going out to dinner. Like uh, all the three boys and my parents uh, and me, just like in the you know neighborhood, not far away from the house. And uh, yeah, I think my mom will bring a cake over. Now, I mean, again. I, 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 um, what is I your favorite somebody, birthday cake type? Let me ask that. That's I go, uh, I, I super racist of me. I go white on white. So, uh, I like, uh, white frosting and, uh, and white, uh, white cake. So I would go double, double white. Now, some of these things are getting more complicated and more high end. I think some of these like strawberry cake, you know, I'm a big fan of. And have you seen these rainbow cakes where they have like different flavors all the way through? I don't even know if they're quite called rainbow cakes or if I'm just making that up. But they have like, uh, you, you know, the it's Itali- a layer like cake. the Italian, uh, thing yeah, it's like some sort of, I, I don't even know exactly that there's a layer cake and they are tremendous. They are incredible. So that would be, uh, that would be my choice if, uh, if I were going like more specific. I'm also a big pecan pie and cobbler guy. So it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be spectacular. But thank you to everybody out there. The, the birthday wishes are, uh, always fantastic. And I want to tell you right now, well, uh, all about, well, it's your read. You it's take. all right. You know, it's your birthday boy. You can have any reason you want. I was my birthday. I didn't know what to do. I was making sure I wasn't blowing the read there. A couple years ago, I switched my cell phone service from one of the big brand names to Pure Talk. There was zero difference in the quality of the service, the quality of the calls, the speed of my data. It's been great. The only difference is my monthly bill. Instead of paying through the nose, I have a $30 a month plan for unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data. Pure Talk also shares my values. Their CEO is a U.S. veteran, and Pure Talk cares about supporting veterans and our military. When you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's warrior partnership to prevent veteran suicide. Another great thing about Pure Talk is their customer service team all here in the U.S. Switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, save 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.